0: Christmas. Uh, Good morning and welcome to this week's Word of the Day. I'm Laura and today we're uh, continuing our Hope you have your morning coffee today. is not uh, not as rainy. looks like a little bit cloudy. Um, yeah, and I hope you're doing well on this uh, Christmas morning. If not, uh, I'm still glad you're here. <laughs> Naturally, of course. Um, so today we're in Philippians four talking about patience and waiting, so let's get started uh, again i normally read from webmit.edu and uh, yeah let's jump right in therefore my brothers you whom i love and long for my joy and crown That is how you should stand firm in the Lord, dear friends. I plead with Judea and I plead with Sintka to agree with each other in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you, loyal yoke fellow, help these women who have contended at my side in the case of the gospel, along with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers, or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoice greatly in the Lord, that at last you have renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you have been concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Just uh, share that secret, if you would. (laughs) Whatever, Uh, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid again and again when I was in need. Not that I am looking for a gift, but I am looking for what may be credited to your account, I have received full payment and even more. I I am amply supplied. Now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, they are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet all the saints in Christ Jesus, the brother to who are with me, send greetings. All the saints send you greetings, especially those who belong to Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Um, so, sending you greetings from my end and... Uh, this is a continuation of um, my struggle for the past um few months about being patient um, specifically it's been the past few weeks that God has called me out about my my need for for patience and waiting on him and uh it's been really hard it's been really hard um so I've been trying to read the verses like these, chapters like these that are about patience and, um, and, and waiting. So this one was very short. It was only um, verse six, very famous one. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request uh, to God. So it's... Um, it's been tough and uh, it's difficult to wait when um, bad things are continuing to happen. I was having an argument with God about uh, about it recently. Um, you know why 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 do I always have to be patient? why why again do I have to be patient? you know wh- because patience means something is coming, that encourages impatience (laughs) and uh and that just made me upset you know why why another thing but um so it's it's been it's been a struggle and uh I wanted to uh, spend this time with you on Christmas because it's a difficult time and uh just immerse ourselves in the word of god and and walk away hopefully encouraged to keep being patient i had a it was a wonderful sermon by my pastor uh this last weekend um uh, where she talked about um sarah the wife of abraham and how um when the angel came to her and told her that she was pregnant at 100 that she laughed, and my pastor was talking about how this laugh was probably not a fun laugh or a happy laugh, but perhaps a laugh of scorn and hurt, and uh, she was talking about how in corona, um, you know, we we might be getting the call to hope to be patient to wait on God in this terrible time and some of us might laugh as Sarah did in our hearts and think yeah sure and um and I've been struggling against that so because it's hard to hope that things will get better when it just seems like it's bad after bad after bad, or one step forward, two step back. So, anyways, let's, let's get into this passage. So, um, as you probably know, um, this letter was written by Paul um, to one of the many churches that he, uh, in one of the many cities that he visited to on his mission trip. And uh, he uh, he is writing uh, to encourage the, um, the other believers. This is a passage I've heard in the past on money. It seems like many pastors love to talk about money. Give us your money. Give us more money. And I love to use this one as one of the ones. <laughs> So uh, I don't intend to use that today. Um, I get very annoyed uh, when um, pastors again and again ask for money. So it's uh, uh, so this chapter I want to talk about um, patience. So um, basically, it's per- it's a personal addressed letter, um, you know talking to this time the women of the church um and in trying to encourage them to verse five rejoice in the lord um you know rejoice i think has a, a very weighty uh weighty definition rejoice i mean uh i think it's best when paul gets into it when he talks about um uh, with thankfulness with a thankful heart do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god i think this is the best breakdown for me of the word rejoice um you know i don't i've heard before that rejoice you know in in means to to be happy to be gladful and and i i would say that um Yeah, I think that that could be a part of it, but I think that you can rejoice without, um, you know, rejoice coming from joy. So having joy, but I don't think having joy has to be the same as being happy. Um, In this case, it seems that rejoice is uh, to someone about someone or something. And uh, this is how I think of rejoice, you know, it's it's to God about what he's done. Um, and it doesn't have to be, you know, yay, I'm so happy, woohoo, but like um, more this prayer and petition with thanksgiving. You know, this idea that God's gonna hear our prayer. And so we we are full of joy that God hears and sees us and with thanksgiving we're we're grateful and happy for the gift of Jesus and the salvation of our souls and the forgiveness of sins and and we're we have thankfulness for that and so we um, there's an aspect of joy when we're bringing our prayers and petitions to God and you know and I I don't want you to feel like you have to put on a happy face when you rejoice. I don't want you to feel like you must force happiness or gratefulness in your face. I think you have the right to be sad, to be mourning, to be anxious. But to have a rejoicing heart, I think that you know, this passage about do not be anxious about anything. This this rejoicing is putting our cares on God. It's about believing and knowing that he hears. But the prayers and petitions don't have to be nice. They don't have to be flowery, where you're just like, Oh God, you're so great. My life is awesome. da da da, da. You know, that's something that I've really learned. Though we're not supposed to be anxious, we're supposed to put our hope in God. it doesn't mean the prayers and petitions have to be shiny and clean. They can be, you know, still full of the honesty of our suffering. But I think the important element of our prayer is Thanksgiving. You know, being thankful for the salvation that we have, being thankful that God hears, even though he doesn't give the answers we always want, or he doesn't act in the time frame that we want. To me, you know, I've been trying to balance my complaining towards God and my cries towards God with this thanksgiving and, um... And trying to sort of grasp this idea of rejoice, rejoicing in God. It's a little bit easier around Christmas time because you are uh, reminded of uh, it's a celebration of Jesus's birth on Earth. Um, and uh, but it's it's still a very very tough thing, but. There is a result of this, as you see in verse 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. One of the things I've been learning this time is that it's okay to ask for a thankful heart, and it's okay to ask for patience. You know, Because sometimes you just don't have it you don't have one drop of it. And um and I've just been learning to be okay to ask for that. To seek to that for that. And uh and there's an effect when we when I seek to be thankful, when I seek to rejoice and put my prayers to God and you know, I That peace is what follows. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. I don't understand at this point. I don't feel like I never understand what's going on. Why things are happening. How long they're going to last. Why this is happening to me. All of that. I, I feel like I never understand. And there's that anger deep inside. And that frustration. And, you know, and... This is the answer that I've been trying to pursue that, okay, I need to continue to, to talk to God about it and be thankful for what I have. And the peace will come. And it has come in, in some ways, not, uh, over, uh, not overflowing. Like I magically forget what's going on in my life, but, it comes and it's, it's slowly getting there and, um, but it takes effort (laughs) sometimes (laughs) for me to do that. And, um, it's not as easy, but, you know, from, from my experience as I'm waiting on God, you know, the peace, peace of God is coming. And, uh, you know, this time in Corona will will end soon, and um, and my job security will change eventually, hopefully, <laughs> and uh, and I just need to wait and have patience and continue to talk to God about it. I think that one of the common things I like to do when I'm depressed or angry or furious at my situation is I just stop talking to God about it. And uh, so this has been a really good reminder that, like, got to keep the dialogue open with God, even when I'm upset, even when I'm angry, even when I'm furious, even when I, I don't understand why, you know, keeping that conversation open, being thankful for what I do have, like this coffee in front of me, (laughs) Mm. so, oh, a little cold, that's a shame, Um, but uh, yeah, I think that uh, that's been the struggle for me, and that's, that's what I encourage you to do, is keep that dialogue open, keep that conversation open, even when you're angry, even when you're frustrated or depressed or you don't understand why, you know, knowing that God hears, that he listens, knowing that he saved us from our sins, we can, we can present our complaints to God, even with thanksgiving. And it always starts out small for me when I'm really upset or depressed. It's maybe even starts out sarcastic sometimes, like, thank you, God, for this glass of water. Like, it's just, <laughs> but, you know, it's that, that practicing thanksgiving that can bring that that peace of God, that practicing of rejoice, rejoicing in our, our salvation. Um, going on to verse twelve, we, me, and Paul have something in common. I know what it is to be in need. Oh yes, <laughs> and I know what it is to have plenty. Mm. Yeah, in some, maybe not monetarily, but yeah. Well, and then I've learned the secret of being content in any situations. I wish I knew the secret. <laughs> But I think that in this case, Paul is sharing his secret with us. You know, it's this pattern of in everything, in every, everything, my prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God. I think that this is this content that he's talking about in verse 7, the peace of God transcending all understanding. I think this is his big secret. Um, something that I still struggle with. Um, so I think that that's the key. Even if we're living in in plenty or in want, um, we're doing everything through him. And even here, verse 13, I do everything through him who gives me strength. You know, it is God. God can be the source of our joy. God can be the so- source of our thanksgiving he can be the source of of everything even when you know especially when you don't have any strength yourself there's uh, the other verse in the bible um, for my power is made perfect in weakness Um, and that's something that we can uh, and that's from 2nd Corinthians 12 my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So, you know, this is Paul's conversation with God about a thorn in the side that he had, whatever that thorn was, something that was torturing him or you know causing him pain or whatever, and and this was God's no to him for taking it away. And he said, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So you know, Paul's continuing this in in Philippians with verse 13, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. You know, this is coming from the guy who, who got a no from God, you know, about removing something that was causing him great pain and suffering. And, uh, and he continues to say, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. So unfortunately, that no happens. We talked a little bit about that yesterday with you know why God might keep keep the suffering or let the let the suffering continue and both the suffering and blessing comes from god and we talked a little bit about that yesterday and how you know we we lack the foresight to know why why God. Did that to us, or has that in our lives, and um, and this is, you know, his encouragement to us who received a no from God. You know, so um, he goes on, of course, to talk about um, his ministry and how this this church, you know, supported him in a really tough time um, financially and, yeah. And, uh, and he gives his general greetings to them. And so, um, yeah, I, I hope that today on a day that might be very difficult for many of you, that you um, can draw on the strength of God. Um, and you can grasp that piece of God, which may transcend everything. You know, transcend something that goes over and above and through, and you know, coming from above down, and it and it com- and it encompasses everything. It surrounds and and fills everything. And and you can you can have that by seeking God by presenting your petitions and prayers to Him by trying to be thankful, you know, even if it's in the little things. So, I uh, I wish you a merry Christmas, and I hope that. Uh, I pray that you would have strength in your walk today, that you would be surrounded by God's peace, you would be cradled in his arms today. And I pray that you would know that you are not alone. So once more, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Um, I hope to share with you time again soon, and uh, yeah, I'm glad you're here.